welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Woo, yeah. <laughs> Hi, mm-hmm. how's it going? Um, yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure that you give us a stop five star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep, yep. <laughs> and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Woo. Yeah, I'm Alexandra. I'm Tiana. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. welcome. You. What? I'm sorry. It's like when we started, all of a sudden, you sound really low energy. What? I know. What's I don't know. What's, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm okay though. Yeah, I know you're okay because we've been talking for like half an hour. But I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, Diana is not low energy, guys. Promise. Anyway, I'm just yeah. so chilled. Is, so chill. So chill. Mm. How has everything been this week? Uh, it's been good. Um, yeah, we got a bank holiday because the Queen died. So, I'm not gonna I was lie. About to um, go, whoop, whoop. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. fuck And we've been given a bank holiday and Which no is more disrespect, like a but yeah, like I, I'm like, I, I hate bank holidays being sprung on me. Like I'm really, True. Like, I, I'm grateful for some time off, but I would like to prepare. I would like to know in advance and I'd like to be able yeah. to coordinate plans because I've, I've done not much at all. Like this weekend anyway, the Saturday and Sunday for me was going to be a Saturday and Sunday of just like catching up on life things. And I thought, let me be spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Like if people are out, I'll go out, blah, blah, blah. And then it come and I was like, I actually have no plans. And now I have a Monday where I need to fucking think of something to do. But um, Friday- but everything's closed anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, everything was closed. Friday, I found something to do. Um, yeah, Sunday night, I found something to do. But yeah, Monday, I've just straightened my hair because I thought, what else can I do with my time? Like, I've got, <laughs> I've got to fill these hours somehow. So I spent like two hours straightening my, my hair. As well. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not mad about it because I've been watching so much TV. Finally, after uh, that summer's amazing. over, so I love that I've for caught you. up with Never Have I Ever. I've caught up that's with amazing. Married at First Sight UK. That's, I've I'm catching Love up with is that now. Blind Reunion, like oh my god, I, saw, I started watching the Love Is Blind Reunion and then I turned it off because <laughs> I'm like, these people are boring me and I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, and they're yeah, not they're not talking about them being divorced. So like, why am I watching this? I just, I honestly. Well, because basically um, two of the couples that got divorced, so all of them are divorced now, but the last two stand-in were still together when they recorded the reunion. So they're all still, they're still together. And it just says at the end on a screen, oh, they've broken up now. They've gone separate ways. So it's like, what could you not last couple? Danielle and Nick and um, the black couple, I forgot their names. Jaira and, is it Aisha? Ayana, I think. Um, Diana <laughs> Ayana not Diana <laughs> oh Ayana Ayana yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah they've broken up now but Jarrett oh my god he like he's been fucking up so much he's been, he's like a big man and he's been staying out he's a, he's a bouncer of like a club or something so you know mm. his HR contacts have done him good from his ex-partners but <laughs> he's, he's um, a bouncer <laughs> and he um, goes clubbing like 
loads and stays out until 7am <clears throat> and Ayana's already put <clears throat> boundaries in place and is like look we're married you can't be doing this they've sat down with the parents and said look you can't be doing this but he's continued to and do like, it even Jarrett's Jarrett's parents like Ayana as well like, yeah and they've been telling him off you know, they've been like Jarrett you need to stop like, yeah. now you've got a wife you need to put your wife first and he's obviously not listened and now they've got the divorce so yeah God. very telling like, this is the thing with these programs yeah these people go on these programs or like, yeah, I want to get married. I'm ready to get married. And a lot of these people are not ready for marriage. A lot of these people don't understand what marriage entails. How can I be watching people go on programs where they're saying that they are ready to get married? Where like, I feel like I understand marriage more than they do. And I know I'm not ready for marriage. Like, <laughs> I know that right now I am not ready for marriage, but like, how can I watch these people and be like, you lot aren't ready for marriage. Clearly you guys yeah. do not want to be married. But how can I how do I understand that and they don't but maybe they do maybe it's just when you're putting that situation you put in their shoes it just switches like it fucks with your mind because yeah, you don't know how you're going to react they for the shows yeah but like say if we applied for it you don't know we both of us don't know how yeah, we're going to be until it happens yeah, we don't but like I think I know for a fact right now I am not ready for marriage yeah. do you know what I mean I feel like if I was to go on those shows, I would have been in a position where for a long time, I have been ready for marriage. I've been ready to get married. I've been doing the work on myself and I know that I want to be a wife and I know that I am going to be an amazing wife. Mm. And I'm putting all that work. I know what it means to make a relationship work. I know that it's not just me. I know that it's not just them. I know that it's us as a partnership. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I would have put in that work read, knowing that I am ready to be married. But a lot of these people, they're going on these shows. And these people, it's like they don't even know how to be in a relationship. Yeah, it's so true. It's like it's, people, this is odd. people say like with healing and past trauma and relationships, you can't bring it into new relationships. You need to unpack yeah. all of that. And like people equally say like healing is not a linear journey or whatever. Like you're going to have slip ups. But like the fact that these people go into these like marriage situations when they're obviously so unhealed, like <laughs> they've got so much to work on and they just Literally. jump into a marriage. It's like, but you're clubbing until 7am every single every <laughs> single day like you're not like, you're really not ready it's weird it's like they expect that they can just go into a marriage and still be a single person and it's like mm. that's not what marriage is like marriage is a partnership you're two people that come together like that's not to say that you're two people and now you're just two people together like you mm. can be two separate people but be together but you still need to be thinking about that other person because you live for that other person now. You don't, mm. you're not just living for yourself. You're living for that other person. So I don't, how can you just, how can you go and be like, yeah, I'm ready to get married. I want my wife to look after me. But you're not thinking about any of the things that you bring to your wife. You're not thinking about yeah. the boundaries that your wife is putting in place. You're not thinking about how, okay, look, my wife don't like it when I'm out till 7 a.m. in the morning clubbing because she's worried about me. She, she's like, she's she's worried about where I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, and Jarrett was the one to the say hell? to Ayana as well, like, I want to settle down and have kids soon. And it's like, but you're yeah. not acting like a dad. You need to act <laughs> act like a dad, and then maybe she wants yes. to have kids with you. <laughs> exactly. Like, and and as well, even to the point where she was like, she was still studying. She wanted to finish off her studies. Yeah. And but she wanted to do the experiment, and then he was like, well, yeah, I want you to put that on hold. Just hurry up and finish. And it's like, mate. Yeah. Can we have a few years together? For, it's like he didn't even think. Like, I don't... It's like people... 
I feel like a lot of people in these shows are just very selfish. Like, mm, yeah, people, me too. They're very like very self-absorbed to the sense that only see their future. They're not mm. even looking at their partner's future with them. They're just seeing their future, seeing what they want. They're seeing that they want kids, they want to do this, and they want to do that. The end. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And it's just like, but there's. It's- there's other things in this life. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just not like right there's because... other things being in the marriage. Yeah, and now that women work full-time and, you know, like, they really, you have to have a job. You can't just rely mm. on men for, for, like, financial stability. Now that women are in that position, you as a husband, why are you pressuring her to quit, quit like, all the studying and have yeah. a baby when you're a security guard and not to shame people's jobs, but will you be able to provide for a whole family if she starts popping out kids and you won't let her get her degree or get her her studies? It just makes no sense. To be able to get a career Mm. so she will actually be able to live for herself as well and be able to provide for her own children too. It's just crazy, crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, uh, so that was part of it. And then Nick and Daniela were seen as like the successful couple out of all of them. I thought, Yo. what What has happened? Because I thought they'd and be then, the first to get it, divorced because they were just all over the place. Was it about them? They just added the note. They what? At the end. They, was it about them that they just added the note at the end that they were divorced? No, them and Ayana and uh, Jarrah. It's just that oh, they were so in, yeah, they were going through it. The- yeah, so when they were recording, they were all together in it. Yeah, still. they were all together. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Because yeah, um, I those, was, they were still together at the were, beginning. Those couples were, yeah. but not the others. The other three weren't. Well, who? But who? No one else got married out though, out of them two. Oh, okay. I thought they two. did. Yes, yeah, so no, those they two. Didn't. Yeah, they they didn't work. Yeah. And then that guy Salvador, he brought a new girlfriend along. Annoying as fuck. Like she is the Rude. most annoying person I've seen on TV in a long time. <laughs> it makes sense though. And Mallory it makes was just sense. Like, Look, was I don't want to get to know his new girlfriend. And like they were all being weird we- about it, <laughs> which is v- very fair enough. Yeah, I like, like Mallory. She, I like her. His new girlfriend was not part of the experiment. Why? No, no. And then Shane and what's that? And Shana, they there was lots of like clips of those two. They're friends They're now. Like Shana, besties. yeah, but Shana's <laughs> engaged to someone. But apparently, yeah. Shana and Shane were sending flirty texts. And Mm-mm. what's the Asian girl's name? Um, um, Natalie. Natalie. Yeah, she she caught him sending flirty messages to her, and then they Mm-mm. deleted them. They both deleted them, and um. Shane and Shayna, there's clips of them talking from their side of it, and they were like, none of the messages were flirty. Like this was the worst thing we said. But blah, you blah, both blah. deleted it. Yeah, and she was with her like fiance now at the time that she was sending them. So that's so very bad. shifty, very shifty. But yeah, I like Natalie. That, Nat- that like Shayna is just very shifty. Yeah, not Shayna so much. But then um, I like Deep Tea as well. She was really mm. cute. And she's so pretty. She's actually stunning. She's like, I was looking at her. Her nose, like her nose is so perfect, like from the side. You know when people just have cute noses from the sides? Just Yeah. Yeah, I like her. Um, but she was getting with that guy that Shayna rejected. I forgot his name as well. Kyle. Kyle. How do you remember all I didn't even names? watch this. I didn't even watch this reunion. Yeah. I watched like the first 10 minutes and turned it off. <laughs> You're so good with names though. Like I'm maybe I'm just really bad. Um, but yeah, her and him are getting together, um, which 
good for you like <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah it wasn't like an amazing reunion there's three episodes and they just dragged it out it could have all been in one really one yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing I couldn't even fi- I didn't even finish the first episode I didn't realise that it was in more episodes but like from what I saw so far I was like this does not look like it's going to be interesting to me at all so I'm going no. to stop watching um yeah. yeah so that's what I did I stopped watching but oh my god actually guys can I can I just fill you in with something that I watched yeah that was like the best thing I've ever watched in like my life um so I watched a Korean drama yeah called um Extraordinary Attorney Woo mm. and oh my god it's the cutest thing I've ever watched in my whole life like it's just like okay so just long story short guys it's about this girl who has autism um, mm. and she is an attorney. So she's like passed her exams or whatever, passed the bar and she's an attorney. And it's just kind of goes through her life working at this, at a law firm, but like navigating that being um, being autistic. Mm. And like people, at first people aren't taking her seriously and stuff, but then the girl just has like you know, she just thinks of things differently and she always has a breakthrough where she just figures out the case and she mm. can just solve the case. And it's just like, guys, just watch it. Like, it's it's like the best thing I've ever watched. Like, imagine- It sounds um, good. I like stuff like that. Yeah, imagine like how to get away with murder. Yeah. Yeah. Meets, oh. Is it how like- to get away with- live action it's not a cartoon yeah it's live it's not it's okay. not a um, cartoon it's not anime it's just a, it's a k-drama but like just imagine that it's like um like how to get away with murder as in like with how they solve the cases and they think about these cases but it has like it has a bit of everything it's got drama it's got twists it's got um family drama it's got romance and it's like everything yeah. just is like sprinkled in like and it just fits perfectly yeah <laughs> that, that's just all I can explain um yeah because I as well because basically my friend's sister was watching it um a while mm-hmm. ago and it kept coming up on my Netflix so the other day I watched it and now I'm trying to find other k-dramas to watch and I cannot find anything that is that is to that standard like because mm. um, I'm putting stuff on and it's just like either romance crap or and it's just like <laughs> really just like stupid yeah and I just I can't stand stuff that's stupid I can't stand stuff that isn't only about romance mm. like I just need the, I need the romance peppered in where the romance is cute and it's fun to watch where it's just like oh my god I want <laughs> this you know but yeah. um, I'm not like I'm just I'm struggling to find something else but if anyone else likes K-dramas and you have some recommendations please please come my way because yeah. I'm ready I'm ready for more <laughs> I need some more and as well the episodes are like an over an hour long each episode because mm. it's like they're solving a case in each one um, but yeah, each episode is over an hour long, and there's 16 episodes in, in the season. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Definitely, that that is one to watch. Like, just still now, I'm trying to fill the void like that. I was going to bed late because I was just watching this show. <laughs> okay, I was watching it in my work day as well, but don't tell anyone that. But yeah, <laughs> so we've got to commit 16 hours to it if we watch it. Yeah, 16 hours. Yeah, but Damn, no, but the thing is, like, hell. you're just like, you're saying you got to commit. Look, you will want to commit. After watching okay. the first episode, you'll be like, fuck, like, that, yeah. yeah. You you will want to finish it. I'm telling hooked. you, it's actually amazing. It's good. Like, you okay. can take your time with it because each episode, like, you can 
because it kind of solves and finishes a case in each episode, mm. you'll be able to, you can take your time to stagger it. Um, yeah. But yeah. I just, you know that I love to binge things in it. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, oh, what's going to say? Oh, I watched your name for the first time yesterday. Um, the movie oh. that you said is so great. It was good. I feel it like good, um, the visuals are Beautiful. stunning. Yeah, like beautiful, and really great quality as well. Like everything, Amazing. it real. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. oh my god, this this looks. Re-. And of the comets, like that was just so pretty. I really pretty. You don't know that word, but <laughs> it was pretty. Um, yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And the storyline's cute. I just, I'm, I'm still trying to work out if there's something that I've missed. Like I'm gonna watch an analysis because it's like. Does this okay. mean more than what it presents? Because it's a bit like, are this they, is what were I they love in love? Were they just <laughs> friends? I don't know. I think they were in love. I think they're in love because that's what I like about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like yeah. about the end. But I like what I, this is what I love about anime as well. Just how, um, like you can just get so deep into it. And like mm. they have like such the most interesting stories, which I don't think could ever be captured in live action. Um, yeah. And because this is why, like, a lot of live caption adaptions, just um, live action adaptions, just mm. don't, just don't live up to the anime because they just can't give it, do it justice. And the same yeah. with like, manga, like, um, kind of live action adaptions of mangas and stuff. Like, it just works better from manga to anime than it does kind mm-hmm. of trying to do put it into live action because it just doesn't. Some of the concepts and stuff, it just doesn't come across in live action. It just doesn't work. But. Mm. Um, your name fantastic guys yeah definitely watch that yeah. it is what one of my favorites like for a, like an anime film very interesting um i think they're in yeah. love i do think that they're in love i feel like that they, they yeah. built that love for each other through just like kind of just exchanging the notes and stuff mm. like that and just that whole kind of like long distance relationship where they're they're just kind of they're just within reach of each other than not. And then when he can't get in contact with her and he's like, what has happened? And yeah. then he's just like obsessed with finding out what happened and then finding out that the place was destroyed how many yeah. years before. And then then it's like, what what do they do? It just It's just beautiful. Mm. And, just, and then just the fact that like, they saved each other's lives. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like, it is nice watching... I, it's nice watching things where it's subtle like they don't have it yes. even though he does say on her hand he writes on her hand I love you it's still kind of subtle the way that their relationship like mm-hmm. you just don't know you don't know whether they're they love each other because they're in love like romantically or it's just or like platonic, they've got this or... connection where they're like soulmates and yeah it's mm-hmm. platonic but yeah. yeah really cute I really enjoyed it. it I find it actually similar to um because like just when I was describing it then, yeah. similar to um, Bunny Girl Senpai. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you finished yeah. it. No, I haven't. I'm, I'm probably okay. about mm, like six, seven episodes in, I think. Yeah, because like, when you kind of get through it and then when you watch the movie, I was mm. bawling, you know. Oh. And then also, um, I want to eat your pancreas. I was bawling at that too. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds gross. <laughs> they don't they don't theoretically eat anyone's pancreas. Mm. There's no cannibalism involved. But um yeah, like the both like those yeah, just ugh, there's something about them that's just like ah yeah and mm. and it's just like no why are you doing this to me why are you trying to break my heart like 
<laughs> it's those stories yeah, though where does. like friends become lovers I feel like we've been conditioned to like love those love watching them yeah um, there is something about yeah. them isn't it it's also something about like you know when it's like you don't expect it's like two people who theoretically shouldn't like shouldn't be together yeah yeah kind, kind of like you know, oh. you know like with two other boys and and even with yeah. never have i ever like yeah, those literally. types of stories that's oh. what we like about them when like opposite unconventional couples yeah. you know like yeah i watched princess yeah. diaries the other day because i was like oh God, craving I it. it i don't know why i was yeah. craving it i was like i haven't watched this film in years let me put it on and it's when um the main character falls in love or the sister Mia. Yeah, Mia. This is I don't Lily. know the names. Mia, Lily. Yes, the main characters. Oh, Mia is the main character, and yeah. when Lily's boyfriend, uh, brother, is like in love with Mia, it's just cute. The yeah. like little looks and the little signs, and then yeah. when she starts to fancy him, like oh, it's those those kind of like romances that I love. I'm not gonna uh, like. To be uh, honest, I do prefer, and this is like some of the first times where. I prefer yeah. the movie of the Princess Diaries to the book series. And as well, like, oh, and don't nice. get me wrong, because like I am guys, I am an avid, an avid Meg Cabot fan. Like growing mm. up, always reading Meg Cabot books, yeah. Um, so the Princess Diaries series is 10 books in it. Yeah. And like Mia, I cannot stand Mia in the books. <laughs> I cannot stand her. And I think it, and which I feel like it's not her fault because it is her diary that I'm reading. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't stand. I can't stand that bitch, man. She's annoying. But um, uh, and literally, and just the way everything kind of turns out in the books, I like how they did the film. Yeah, I like how they yeah. managed to just like condense, like because obviously all the books weren't out when the film came out as well. Anyway, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but like I like how they managed to condense all of that into that film. I feel like they did the film very well perfectly like it was yeah, perfect yeah. the film um it was great the books, the books are so scatty i'm telling you like <laughs> so scatty um so long-winded and it does have actually some non-consensual things in there like as oh, in like God. with within like with with lily and someone else like when you hear about it and stuff it's like actually when I think back to it, that was not consensual and that's yeah. not great kind of no, thing. No, um, you don't need that. You don't um, need to read not, that. Not as, as in, nothing, nothing, was, nothing was like, um, this isn't as in to say like, oh, describe, like nothing was described yeah. or anything. But then when I think about the situation of what happened, because obviously it's Mia's diary. And then yeah. when she finally found out what happened, it's kind of like, oh, actually that wasn't consensual. Like they were all angry at that guy in the end. But the thing was, is that that guy was being very manipulative mm-hmm. and was using Lily to get to Mia and then started going out with Mia. Yeah. And then was, and then put, was causing a rift between Lily and Mia mm-hmm. and stuff. And then when they finally came back together, how many books mm-hmm. later, and they find out what happened. It's like, hold on, actually, that that situation between Lily and that guy wasn't consensual, and it wasn't. I like when I think back yeah. to it, I don't like how it kind of trans transpired. But um, yeah, 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 I think I think with the movie, there's so many the good amazing. things. Yeah, there's so many good things. I think Anne Hathaway is amazing. She's fantastic. She's incredible. I love her. And just the casting was so good. Like Julia Andrews yes. is the like oh, queen. Amazing. Fantastic. Like, perfect. And the bodyguard guy, like he was a perfect fit. What's his name? Joe or something. Yeah. So Joe. cute. 
everything about that film is actually fantastic. Like yeah, Disney, yeah. Disney have actually made some amazing, amazing <laughs> films. I want to watch it now. I think I'm going to watch it. It's so yeah. good. The only thing I'm not a massive fan of is like the whole makeover thing. Like, oh, you were so gross before. Like the the nan, she said some nasty things. Like she was like, oh, I'm you're sorry. a mess. And it's like, she just has frizzy hair like, and glasses. I am not going to lie, but me and my yeah. sister growing up, we loved a makeover. <laughs> love it a transformation we love, we love a movie with that transformative they makeover do that she's all you that know. as well they love it they love transforming she's all the that. nerds 10 things i hate clueless. about you uh clueless what's that other one um is it 10 things i hate about you no what's the one grease with, with sandy the, no no the one with the the brown haired girl um is it she's all that I think it's she's all that where she walks down the stairs and she looks fit oh no No. there's another one where he had to make her up it was a bet oh also John took a must die she's all that that's she's all that she's all that hang on let me have a look like all of these old 91 the the 2000s 90s films or even the Sandra Bullock Miss Congeniality where she comes out yes. looking peg. Oh my God. We used to love Miss Congeniality. That is my the sister, best all scene the time, ever. All the time we used to watch Miss Congeniality. All of the time. But I can't watch anymore with that guy because after that guy in, and we've seen those Catwoman clips because he's oh. the one Catwoman. <laughs> I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> after, the, after the Catwoman basketball, yeah, <laughs> basketball yeah. I used to fancy him though. I used to fancy him <laughs> growing too. up. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy. The, just because he was in just, congeniality. Yeah, and, and he was Catwoman. that ambiguous. <laughs> like, what are yeah. you? Where are you from? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but nah, nah, yeah. Me and my sister, we we loved a good makeover film. Just we just loved it. I don't know what it was about it. We just loved it. And as well with Princess Diaries, it's the whole thing of like curly hair being ugly and straight hair being <laughs> being what's pretty yeah um and then just the fact as well just like just because her hair is straight lily's angry at her because it's like oh my yeah. god you want to why is your hair him? straight why do you look like that you look awful <laughs> it's like mate <laughs> she hey, was horrible <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a video going around on twitter and saying that she's the worst best friend in a movie because um Literally. mia said oh like my friend. dad's died recently and then lily was like oh i thought you were getting over that it's been two weeks she is the worst best friend she's awful she's absolutely horrible <laughs> oh god yeah actually i need to watch that film man i need to watch it hilarious yeah just these oh. old ones you forget like how how that much joy they used to bring you until yeah. you watch it again you're like oh my god exciting and i just i don't know that that glow up makeup and make that glow up makeover I don't yeah. know. It just has a special place in my heart. It does. It does. I know yeah. what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. I still feel like yeah, that now. Fantastic. It's like, I'll look a certain way every day. And then when I do my makeup, I'm like, oh. Oh no, glow up. You, glow you know, up. You know, the real it's glow great. up. It's great. Makeover. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, it's so funny. We were inspired. Anyway. Um, yeah. Anyway, talking about other like real life um, monarchies. Um, <laughs> so people have been queuing up for hours mm. to see the queen doing up and down, up and down the country. Like, I'm sorry for, ugh, I, I'm tired of hearing about her. I'm like, okay, so guys, her funeral was today, yeah. 
and I mm. really hope I don't need to see this woman's face anymore because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of everything being like, oh yeah, the queen, good morning, and oh yeah, the queen this, and oh my God, and and oh, people are queuing up to see King Charles and to see the queen, and and, and I'm just like, are, are we not over this now? Yeah, sorry, honestly. She, was, she was not. She was not related to me. She's not my grandma. Like I don't. I'm done. I'm over yeah. it. Like this twelve days. I'm over it. Please, can we not see her face anymore? I'm tired. I'm bored. I don't need to hear about it. I don't need to hear that my 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 um appointment to donate blood has been cancelled. I don't need to literally hear everything's cancelled. <laughs> food banks being cancelled because and I don't need to hear about other people's scheduled funerals being cancelled because the queen has to be buried on the same day. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. it's just fucking rude. And like, people pay a lot to bury to bury their loved ones. People pay mm-hmm. a lot for funerals. To, to be told it has to be cancelled because of the fucking queen. And we are also paying for her fucking funeral. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. why can't her family pay for pay for her own funeral? Like, I didn't know her. Why am I paying for it? She's gone it's now. She's, she's no longer my queen. She's no longer my queen. I don't need to pay for her now. So why um, am I paying? And like she's Jewish dead. and Muslim people as well, they they need to bury their loved ones quick. Yes. And but now within it's 24 like hours. Delayed. Yeah, it's, it's that's, just ridiculous. That's, that's awful. And like, I'm sorry, like... Um, people people shouldn't have their funerals cancelled, like especially um, like you said, when it comes to like religious connotations, like mm. in in Christianity, like, there's there's none of that, there's none of that. That's why we had mm-hmm. to. That's why we could wait up. That's why she was doing up and down tour touring the country, um, yeah. like so like, <laughs> sizzling up, like literally <laughs> no sort of like preservatives. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing up and down UK tour and I'm sorry people really need to bury their dead within a certain amount of time for their re- for religious reasons mm-hmm. like can we be respectful <clears throat> for that but no you guys want to cancel cancel um, funerals for this bitch and it's just being forced as well to like do certain Mom. things like my mum she um, my dad plays football like he's in a yeah. football team and my mum is the manager of that football team <laughs> fun oh, dynamic so but she um, <laughs> they had a game on Sunday and like the ref was like okay we're doing a one minute silence even though like the funeral hasn't happened do you know what I mean the funeral was today yeah. but they, they want to do these one minute silences randomly and um, they like all the footballers were like you know doing the silence and then um, the coach was like, no, the ref was like to my mum, oh, can can you come over and join in? <laughs> she just said no, walked away and just lit a cigarette. <laughs> I just think, Fair iconic. Enough. Like, that's why I am how I am, because of my mum. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just like these random one minute silences. I went to a fucking cinema and they were like, oh, before the movie starts, we've got to do a one minute silence. It's like, why? But why? What Why? before your Studio Ghibli's film? I mean, yeah, I mean your name. Yeah, the rooftop bloody cinema thing. I had to sit and do a one minute. Well, I, you didn't have to, but it's like, oh, for God's sake! Literally, this is a bit much my now. My I gosh, know. she died how many days ago? But over it. I know. <laughs> just like, bury her honestly. and be done. <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly, it's, and it's the fact that people are queuing, the fact that councils are spending money giving out blankets and food to people that. Mm. Ridiculous. to queue and not for homeless people but, like but can't, you literally can't give honestly. it for homeless and these times as well these same people that they're giving food to were, were putting out marmalade sandwiches for, for the queen for the rats to Ridiculous. eat like marmalade <laughs> dutty I would not eat them anyway they're literally. fucking rank but um, did you see um, I, Paddington Bear tweeted don't waste your marmalade sandwiches <laughs> 
Thank you. Thank you, Paddington. Needed to say it. Oh my gosh, actually, because I was watching Navarra Media. (laughs) And even (laughs) they were talking about how... um, because the queen was in Paddington, was in the film. Paddington. Oh, was she? <laughs> even Paddington is, is being like, don't waste the marmalade sandwich, what the fuck are you doing? And the queen was even in Paddington. Yeah, they were trying to say, oh my gosh, yes, the queen, uh, she was in Paddington. And you know, they had oh, to yeah. just film her and she wasn't, and Paddington wasn't she there. They had, to, yeah. they had to add Paddington in using CGI. I'm just like, the fuck? Isn't, isn't the that, journalists, isn't that... they've run out of content because like, did you see the David Beckham thing? They were like, David oh Beckham is wearing like a tweed cap, probably to cover his eyes from the sun. And people were like, well, yeah, that's why people wear caps. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Oh, and I heard people were saying about um, David Beckham queuing because um, he, he, want, he wants a night ship. Oh, has he not Apparently. got one? He's not a sir. He okay. But like, I feel like they should just give, they should just give David Beckham a night ship. Like they hand them out to anyone now, innit? So yeah, they he's might done as well. his grinding, seven hour, he, nine hour queue, whatever. Yeah, he's done a lot for this country. Like, you know, like mm. I feel, I feel like, no, I don't want to be morbid. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. Um, but yeah, I feel like David, but David Beckham has done his bit for this country. He's more than this royal, royal family has done. Yeah. So like, let, let him just give him the night ship. Just give him the knighthoods. What, what's, they give him out to everyone, so. Did, did you see that picture of him with the do-rag meeting Prince Charles? <laughs> yeah, you showed it to me, actually. Yeah, he's done his bit. He's done his bit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> for, for the, the culture. culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. So gosh, but, um, yeah, but did I you feel like... Also... Go on, carry oh. on. I was going to say, did you see Kelechi's tweet about um, when Grenfell happened, Theresa May um, basically said that we don't have a magic money pot. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden we have a magic money pot. It's like, oh, it did exist, but it only exists for certain people and mm-hmm. when certain people need things. And it is just mm-hmm. sick. Like, I'm sorry, we do not it need is. to be paying. When the family uh, are worth like over like 20 billion pounds literally 28 billion and their their estate is like 600 million 608 million or something like that yeah like Um, i'm sorry when when this country (coughs) we're so we're so like a lot of people are struggling right now there's Mm -hmm. millions of children living in poverty yeah Mm -hmm. like we all 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 of a sudden the money pot exists when we need to pay we don't even need to when we choose to pay for a fucking funeral and actually i think to be honest as well, it's crazy. This cost of living crisis in these energy companies, there was no magic money pot to actually help us out in mm. paying for our energy bills, to subsidize our energy bills, but we can pay for this funeral. Um, I'm just... There's a magic money pot as well for MP pay rises because they get a pay rise even when no one else is getting pay rises. Of course, of course. And you know what, actually though, because... I feel like it's really scary as well because I think this is something that Kalechi did mention as well. That's where I've got it from. Um, mm. But I think it's really scary that, okay, obviously we've had 12 days of quote unquote mourning um, for this 96 year old woman. <clears throat> you know, mm. she's 96 years old. I'm sorry, it's not that surprising that she died. Um, mm. Anyway, so much time they've been spending on this mourning period where the news has only been covering 
this this woman yeah um struggling to find coverage for 12 days for such a boring person um of 96 years of age like they have 96 years of her life to account for and they're struggling for footage um anyway <laughs> i think it is actually quite scary how nothing else has been reported on like it within this time things could just be being passed through parliament that we don't know of like liz truss came in two days before she died and mm. like, we don't know what liz truss is doing we don't know what she, what bill she's putting through while all of our gazes are averted because we have to watch this this old woman doing up and down uk tour like this yeah yeah it's scary it is scary. It's scary. And what I find just like insane, I don't know if that's ableist actually, but I, I just find it wild that there mm-hmm. are so many people that are willingly queuing for like 12 plus hours to look at a coffin for two seconds and curtsy and move. Like I actually can't fathom it. I would not do that for anyone Mm-mm. or anything. I don't. Like I, I really don't understand it. And I, I, when, what day was it? I think it was Thursday. I was walking back from work and I chose to walk across Westminster Bridge to just look at the queue. I was with one of my friends and we were like, oh my God, I can't believe, we saw the queue and we were like, I can't believe people waiting like seven hours. No, we said like nine hours in this queue because that's what they're saying on the news. Then a couple walked past us and they were like, actually it's seven hours. And I was like, who the fuck are you? Where the fuck have you come from? Like, you're, not, you're not making it sound any better for me. You're not yeah. selling it to me, love. Like, like oh, that's wow. all right then. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, maybe, maybe I'll think about queuing up now. Yeah. Oh, you've really, you've tempted me. <laughs> oh, I'm sold now. Yes. Let me get in that queue. Yeah. Yes, Lizzie, just, like, just for Lizzie. You fucking weirdos. Like, I, I can't, like, I just can't relate. And it's made me realise how different I am to a lot of British people. Like, mm. I, I don't know if I can tick the British box now anymore. I'm just going to have to tick the mixed race box. Wherever I go. <laughs> mm, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just haven't, I can't be bothered with this monarchy now. Like this, I feel like I've said this before and I'm going to keep mm. saying this. I think this monarchy is ended with Lizzie. I don't think it's going anywhere, anywhere else anytime soon. People aren't going to like Charles. Like they already don't. Like his- we're, we're already <laughs> over him. We're over it. Like people, people are criticizing him, shooing ink away from himself. Like um, people are over him. Mm. Like they don't like him, and people don't like old men. Like people yeah. love to be like, oh, a little old woman. Oh my gosh, feel sorry for she's her because like she's nan. an old woman. My yeah. nan, my nan. No, I'm sorry, none of my nans look like that. But like, um, yeah, <laughs> she's like- just. I don't understand how a queen can be like someone's nan. Like, I don't know. When you know nothing she about her. She has no relation to you because she can't even fathom being anywhere near you because mm. you're not of her standard. You're not of her class. Like, they're, they're classes. They're... Mm, yeah. I can't... There's nothing else mm. I can say. Oh, gosh. And then as well, just seeing... um. Just seeing the videos where, like you, you've sent me most of these, mm. where you see um, people calling out, just saying, saying, King Charles, we, we, I'm struggling to heat my home when we have to pay for your parade. Like I love that he called it a parade. That is fucking yeah, hilarious. Um, and it's just, it is and a parade. Just yeah, and the way he like looked at him because he stopped to listen, then he looked at him and was like, "Oh, like, oh, yeah. why are you speaking? Yeah. Why did I listen to you?" Kind of thing, just so frustrated <laughs> with himself. And then as well, even like just seeing Charles shaking hands with people, 
purposely moving purposely moving over the black person there <laughs> and the black person literally goes to go and try and grab his hand to shake security, his hand security grab him and it's just like do you like I'm sorry like these people hate they hate us they are racist they hate black people I don't know why like but like I really think it's like especially with the generation above us I really feel like it's Stockholm Syndrome like with mm. a lot of the aunties uncles and the, and the and the grannies and granddads who are just in shackle that are just shackled to this monarchy I do think it's a type of Stockholm Syndrome and yeah and to be honest I don't blame them for that I don't blame mm. them for it like because at the end of the day they've lived through a lot of propaganda which for mm. the monarchy especially as well people who um those who actually grew up grew, grew up in the Caribbean so much propaganda mm. for the for the monarchy and stuff like that and it's only our generation that are starting to break break that and starting to be like look actually we don't care even because like because it's only we've only the past few cut few years we've seen um we've seen Caribbean countries removing this monarchy as head of state. And that's yeah, very yeah. recent. This is all very recent history. And there's still mm. there were still people um, in Jamaica who didn't want the Queen removed as head of state, who I think who think that the youngsters are just talking rubbish yeah. and stuff like that. There's a lot of people like it's that. True. Um, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, did I- you see the, the auntie's funeral? Sorry. <laughs> No. <laughs> Ghanaian aunties put on a funeral for the Queen in Tottenham. <laughs> oh, you sent me it. I haven't watched that. I, I to you. Like, I didn't watch it all, but I don't know why. It just makes me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's just like, I honestly, I just hope. I, to be fair, I haven't. Right, I'm not making sense, but I haven't actually seen an argument, a pro, like, monarchy argument that has enticed me or you know made me think a little bit every single time I hear someone talk about how much they love the monarchy how much they love the queen there's never any sort of like evidence or like Mm-mm. um data or any anything any sort of positive experience for me to then hear your opinion and think oh actually I think that we should have a monarchy do you know what I mean like I don't I haven't heard of anything from anyone that's made me think oh yeah like they they did do this good other than when people have met her every now and then and they've said oh yeah the queen was nice when I met her or William was nice when I met him it's like humorous yeah oh she's hilarious <laughs> she she has a sense of humor she has she has a lovely sense of humor great <laughs> like, great so does my gran <laughs> yes yeah. so does my granny <laughs> but yeah but I no just, yeah, I, yeah like i agree them. um and i think as well i think the reason why is that the idea of the monarchy is very romanticized and it's mm. just very like this upholding of this weird fairy tale. It just means that people have something where they can look at look at the monarchy and think, oh yeah, like they are something to look at. It's like, it's not about what they do. It's just about them just being there. And mm-hmm. like, I don't think anything, I don't think they have an argument for why that monarchy should be there because everything that they've grown up on is all this fantasy. It's all this romanticized, ideology of why we should have a monarchy yeah. there's there's no reason they don't understand they don't know why there's a monarchy they don't know what it's for they they, they don't have no reason for it to stay but it's mm. just like oh but it's always been here 
and people in this UK don't like change. So, like, and this is the thing, people don't like change. That's why they've been happy having her there for 70 years. Yeah. Like, mm, now mm-hmm. that we've got King Charles, people don't like change. They're not going to like, they're not going to like it when their money has a man's face on it. Yeah. Instead of, yeah. A, instead of a friendly old woman. They're going to be like, look at this grumpy old man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What I find kind of interesting thinking about all of this is like the the lack of support that they've got in certain places. So like when they went mm. to Wales the other day, oh, yeah. Charles was they- booed. And there was mm. a few cheers, but there was booze. And then Scotland, there's been chants in like football grounds of people like being against the royal family. And then <laughs> Ireland, know, you just sorry. know that they're not fans of the royal family either. Well, so of, it's like... Of course, because Ireland... Um, well, because it's going to be Northern Ireland, because we can only yeah. speak on Northern Ireland, because obviously Northern Ireland is part of the UK. But there's a lot mm. of there's a lot of cases where Northern Ireland feels excluded from the UK regardless already so of yeah, course like yeah. they're not gonna be very so yeah <laughs> about the it, monarchy it makes me but carry on it, carry on it makes me think that like england loves the royal family so much because english people right <laughs> stay with me they don't mm-hmm. have much culture they don't have yeah. much to be yeah. proud of when it comes to mm-hmm. being english other than oh we've got this cool royal family other than that yeah, like some food's nice and, you know, we all like fish and chips and that. But what is there to be proud of being English? Like mm, Scotland, they have their stuff. Northern Ireland have their mm-hmm. stuff. Wales, they all have their culture. And then other places in the England that don't like the royal family, like Liverpool. Liverpool has such a strong culture. Other northern mm. places have strong cultures. But down here, I don't know what the culture is down here. Like English culture... Mm, it's a bit shaky. I don't really know. I don't really know. So I think that might be why English people love the royal family so much because it's something that it's the only kind thing finds their culture. Yeah, yeah. I think I agree. I agree with that. Um, I agree with that completely. I feel like as well, if we think about kind of like there's there's also this kind of like London UK divide, mm, and yeah. I feel like when you go further up north you get less people caring because Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just gotten so far in the uk where people don't feel represented by the government Mm -hmm. by the monarchy by anything that is happening in london and they just feel so separated from it where and i think that's also another thing that comes into it which where people will be like not totally for the monarchy however as well some people like to blindly just follow things as well at the same mm. time because obviously people have been traveling from all places to, to be yeah. in that queue to look at this coffin um yeah so yeah literally it's it is madness it is crazy um there was something i was gonna say oh i wanted to talk about just um <laughs> that just quickly with the with the football um mm. the football chant so what I find really funny is that instead of doing a one minute silence, they decided let's do a one minute clap for the queen. <laughs> for them, I'm sorry, like they can't do this on football grounds because these are football fans. Like, please yeah. like, be real. For the football fans to then start chanting, if you hate the royal family, clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone's clapping. Obviously, nobody can stop clapping because they have to show their respect to the queen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. The funniest thing. And as well, 
for these people who want to be like, oh my gosh, just show some respect. Someone's died, blah, 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 blah. This was someone's mother's. This was, I'm sorry, she was 96 years old. I don't give a shit that she was someone's mother, mm. grandmother, whatever. 96. She has lived a long life. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> when people are just like saying these things, I'll show some respect in that. But it's like, when do you, when do you expect is the best time for anti-monarchy protests to be run? <laughs> Yeah, why are people acting so surprised why are people getting arrested why are they taking it so deeply I'm sorry this is the only time when people who are anti-monarchists to actually protest because Mm. when do we see the monarchy we never see it (laughs) this is the best time for for them to protest like it's just ridiculous yeah Yeah. it's true it's true yeah Um, yeah the rhetoric ridiculous um and people who just think, oh my gosh, you guys are just not respectful. No, this is the this is the right time for it. When else? When else are you going to get coverage? Like when when Charles is doing up and down and a coffin is doing up and down. Let's say, look, we don't like the royal family. When else are we going to say that? Um, mm. There's no other time to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Annoying. Um, yeah, annoying. Anyway, we're tired of yeah, seeing this woman's face. I yeah, I don't want to see it. Any more adverts for it? I think though, because um, I've been watching Married at First Sight all day. Yeah, I think mm. all adverts have been turned off because I haven't had to sit through eight, one advert. I know today. is that. Yeah, like, sometimes there's no adverts. So I'm like, oh my god, nice. And like, literally from midnight last night because I was watching it really late as well last night, and there was no adverts. I was like, oh, I haven't watched so many episodes that there's no adverts mm. anymore. But no, I think it's like they turned off all the adverts out of respect for the queen which okay that's that's one thing that I don't mind Lizzie like you know I'm trying to catch up on my TV yeah, and the adverts yeah. are very annoying so fine um, yeah maybe I'm yeah. a monarchist <laughs> <laughs> thanks Lizzie <laughs> <laughs> thanks for giving me some bank holiday watches <laughs> Yeah, it's what she would have wanted <laughs> <laughs> clearly uh. Um, Okay, (laughs) other news. Let's talk quickly about the Met Police. So um, a serving Met Police officer has been charged over racist WhatsApp messages, but Uh -uh. um, he's been suspended with full pay. (laughs) With full pay? So he's just getting a holiday? Yeah, annoying. Um, His name is PC Thomas Phillips. (laughs) What? (laughs) This guy guy probably don't even like work. So this is a bonus. (laughs) It's nice. Just chill. It's like bloody furlough. Um, Literally, legit. But it's better than furlough because furlough you only got how much like percentage of your pay. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> annoying. But um, <laughs> PC Thomas Phillips, who is based in the forces intelligence intelligence branch, faces five counts of sending offensive messages in breach of the Communications Act 2003. He is due fuck? to appear at Westminster Magistrates on 24 January 2023 and has been suspended by the force on full pay since December 2021. Um, the Crown pay, Prosecution. You know. I know for that long. I'm sorry. Oh. This guy shouldn't doesn't deserve to be able to heat his home. <laughs> like, don't I know. Do it. <laughs> it's bloody annoying. But he's um he's pleaded not guilty to all charges and was given bail. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, just an annoying Met Police officer again. Um, mm. And then there's another incident. Met Pit trigger warning a met police officer has been charged um with 13 child sexual offenses i know like it 
four counts of sexual activity with a child aged oh um, 13 to 15 among other charges um yeah I won't go into it too much but it's just fucking grim isn't it that's like, disgusting how do these people oh, it's he's, not he's following um he's following prince andrew's um <laughs> he's, he's following his example <laughs> uh, I, I just can't deal, deal with it no it's just I can't deal just like oh, <laughs> I put them all in jail I know it's it just makes me so angry it makes me so angry that these are the most like powerful people in the country and they're just it's fucking paedophiles it's just gross the fuck um but then another, this is random. The Tory Lanes is back again. Oh, here we <laughs> attacking go. Attacking people. This time, <laughs> August Alcina. He's, yeah, he's a little Alcina. bloody. He's like a little Jack Russell, yeah. Um, I mean, he. August is just trying to look after his sister's kids, right? I, I don't know what he's up to. I can't say I'm yeah, a fan. Wasn't was August Alcina where he's. Um, his sister's children, um, his sister died and he got full custody of her children. Oh, maybe, yeah, because he went for a lot, I know. That's why yeah. when the Jada situation happened, people like just taking advantage of him because yeah. he's very vulnerable. Yeah. Hmm. But um, he put a few tweets out and this is how people found out. So he said, I was a fan of Tory Lanez and um, didn't understand him speaking. Oh, so actually what happened, Tory and his PR team put, messages out on socials first before August could defend in Tory's position, similar to what he did with Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. And um, August is like, why the hell has he done this? He's posted a picture of him with bloody nose. And then um, he said this in the past, because I, I don't know him or ever met him until last night, um, when he spoke to me, it caught me off guard because of his past actions. Um, I assumed he didn't like me. That's all. And then August said um, he's under medical orders um, to shake as few hands as possible due to corona and monkeypox because I think he's auto got some sort of autoimmune, uh, autoimmune um, problem. Yeah. So, um, yeah, after this, I believe <laughs> Tory Lanez attacked him. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand I don't understand this man uh, this but, guy um, just needs I don't know he needs some sort of therapy he needs I don't know I don't know what's wrong he, with this man neither do I like he's just he's always there like attacking people I don't just, why can't you just focus on doing his covers <laughs> I know but and claiming that someone... he didn't know they were covers <laughs> like, that's even worse <laughs> That's, That's even awful. Like, I'm sorry, these iconic songs and you didn't know they were covers. Like, just focus on bringing out more covers, yeah? Yeah, like, yeah. Go go, go to your sample library and go... <laughs> like, this is the thing. When people just don't focus on their work and just don't mind their business, they end up doing stupid <laughs> shit like this. Like, it's just true. don't focus on the business that pays you. Like, what is this I'm about? Ju- I'm just reading August's um, post and he said... A four foot 11 size leprechaun run down on me <laughs> with eight <laughs> oversized security guards who I greeted each individually upon their walk um, up to us as they tried to press me the whole time. Uh, I'm one deep, no security. So yeah, someone like bashed his nose in. So his nose oh, is bleeding. <laughs> but yeah, Madness. poor guy. I quite like him. He's just like, he's just- I feel like... 
he gives he's me just, little brother he, vibes. He's just living in his truth, isn't he? Because like, yeah. like, even when he spoke about the Jada thing, he's just living in his truth. <laughs> he's just like, Jada Pinky is the love of my life. Like, <laughs> he's just, he's just living in his truth. He's like, I absolutely love Jada. I love her. It's the best, it's the best time of my life. I'm in love. <laughs> Even the fact he was like, I'm not shaking hands because I don't want to get monkeypox. <laughs> just <laughs> honest, very honest. Literally, yeah. Oh gosh, everybody, leave August alone. He's just, yeah. He's just a baby boy, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh poor guy. Um, um, oh, I missed something though that I want to talk about. So, um. Yeah, Chris Cabar, we all know about him now. He was the um, 24-year-old or 23-year-old who got uh, murdered. Yeah, he got murdered murdered by police police. a couple of weeks ago. Um, But there was a tweet put out by Glitch UK, and I'll just read it now. It's like a thread of tweets about like the incident. So the car that Chris was driving was traced by vehicle recognition technology in the events that led to him being shot and killed by the police when unarmed. AI, AI predi- predictive and recognition systems are not neutral. They can be discriminatory and gender-based on mm-hmm. who builds them, how they're developed and how they're ultimately used. Evidence shows humans are less likely to question an AI system's decision because we carry our own biases about technology being smarter than us. We need to pay attention to AI predictive and recognition systems that are being used in our communities every day. Mm-hmm. Evidence is building to show that many of these systems are harmful, particularly in contexts where decision-making is fast and potentially dangerous. The UK government is failing to take any steps to m- mitigate the risks using um, potentially harmful AI technologies, which leaves people, particularly from marginalised communities, at risk. We send our love and solidarity to Chris Cover's family and the many who have experienced harm and discrimination via the introduction of such AI technologies. And this is what we've been saying about Mm -hmm. the Uncoded Bias documentary for a long time now. Yeah. That governments Um, are starting to use this stuff even though they know there's discrimination and there was even a case study in the UK of the police using it and stopping and searching young black boys even for no fucking reason. For no reason. (laughs) In their school uniform. Yeah. And they're still stopping them. And like, this is the thing. We all, um, well, just from what we've spoken about previously, like we know that AI is, can be racist. um, And like from the first developments of AI technology, because it's all, it's been built with a bias of the people who have first programmed them. AI and and algorithms are already inherently racist and biased. And them and AI that is racist and biased now being used by racist institutions is dangerous and it can't mm-hmm. and it needs to be stopped. There needs to be proper training in place. There needs to be proper cross check cross checking of AI before people just follow that and start shooting down vehicles. Because I'm sorry, using an AI um recognition that says, Oh, this this car was suspected to have been involved in this shooting like what involved how what was he just parked in that street literally like and you involved know, how and you know people parked in streets where there is probably gun crime and gun violence are mm. more likely to be marginalized and more likely to be poor more likely to be people of color mm-hmm. so again like that's 
they just it's the same thing over and over again like people of color are, are constantly on the bad end of this stuff like we don't mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't catch a fucking break legit even the data the data experts are racist and creating mm-hmm. mechanisms that don't work for everyone it's just so sad yeah it's disgusting but um yeah so racist institution we need to be looking out out for these racist institutions looking um using racist um ai technology because (laughs) it's like this is because this is the start of like how how like just just the The fact that obviously yeah this is exactly how the future looks and also um this this is how like black people are just going to be targeted and killed in in this uk like it's disgusting Mm -hmm. and no one should be not like i'm sorry no one needs to be killed if you want to apprehend someone you can apprehend someone no one needs to be shot and killed yeah yeah i agree that's it the end um yeah that's that's all i've got to say i think it's just really disappointing um it is but yeah um Anyway, so good news next, now. <laughs> yeah, the next topic's good news. So um the owner of the brand, Patagonia, has become a Not billionaire. <laughs> no, we, we got it mixed up. <laughs> we were like, oh, I really want some tracksuits from Patagonia, and it's like that everything is for mountain mountain hikers. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Patagonia. Um, so, yeah. So he's the owner. He's like this cute old man, um, and he put out an interesting statement. Let me just find it. Why am I on MSN search? Like, what the fuck has happened to my laptop? <laughs> <laughs> Go away. <laughs> MSN. Oh, fuck off. It's going. It's going How slow now. Right. That? I've got another tab up, but. Um, He's okay. So, a half century after founding outdoor apparel maker Patagonia, oh, how do you say his name? Von Shid. Yvonne Chouinard. Chouinard? I think, is it French? Chouinard? No idea. I think so. It looks French. Chouinard. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> the eccentric rock climber who became a reluctant billionaire with his unconventional spin on capitalism has given the company away. Rather than selling the company or taking it public, Chouinard and his wife and two adult children have transferred the ownership of Patagonia valued at about $3 billion, to a specially designed trust and a non-profit organisation. Um, so I'm trying to find another article because... There's more information out there. Well, um, even that 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 is really interesting because this guy, um, his business has turned into a billionaire, a, a billion mm. dollar business, and he's showing a different way you can be a billionaire and be sustainable with it. Like we all know, we've been saying that you can't be sustainable and and be a billionaire. Like we've spoken about that a lot mm. on this podcast. And he's shown a way where, okay, our business is now turning a billion profit. So how can we invest that back into sustainability? Because that is what the core of our company is about. It's not about hoarding wealth. It's about actually investing Mm. in the earth. And this guy has done it, which like he's done something. He's showing a way billionaires could actually be sustainable instead of hoarding wealth. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He just seems like a really cool guy. Like his statement mm-hmm. here says, um, if we have any hope of thriving, a thriving planet in 50 years from now, it demands all of us doing what we can with the resources we have. Um, instead of extracting value from nature and transforming it into wealth, we are using the wealth Patagonia creates to protect the source, mm. which is so cool. Uh, it yeah, says um, it the biggest share of the company or 98% of Patagonia stocks will now be under the Holdfast Collective. This nonprofit will make sure that the company's annual profits about a hundred million per year will be used to protect nature and biodiversity, support thriving communities and fight the environmental crisis. So cool. Amazing. That is cool. Yeah. And it is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, it's you billionaires, Rihanna, Elon Musk, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Elon Musk. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> 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 oh gosh it's crazy mm. but yeah I think that's really interesting um, yeah and same. it can be done look someone's showing us that something good can be done um, mm-hmm. yeah anyway now on to uh, <laughs> on to <laughs> pop culture topics so um, the trailer for the new Little Mermaid live action film came out um, oh, so beautiful and, like, you know what's just so cute? I just love like my sister just sent me um like a compilation of the of a react of reactions yeah, of little black I've girls. Seen them too. And so cute. It's so beautiful. Like it's just the they fact look that like, Yeah, and they looked at it and then they were like, she's black? They were like, like <laughs> was, but the thing is, what is actually kind of heartbreaking as well is that they were all shocked. Yeah, they're noticing it as well. They're like, oh my God, this is different. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like I'm sorry, from a young age, you notice that there is no diversity in mm-hmm. anything you watch. In all of the in all of the night all, all of the films that you like, all of the Disney films, there's no, there's not enough diversity because for them to be so shocked and to be like, oh, she's mm. black. Like, wait, mom, she's black, she's black. Like, yeah. and like and partially in confusion. That, mm-hmm. That's really sad. <laughs> like, like yeah. that's that's really sad. Do you ever think back of like what you used to watch growing up? Like I used to watch That's So Raven and um, mm. different shows like that. And even the Bratz dolls. Like, I used to love the Bratz and the Bratz movies and stuff. And I was always drawn to the brown ones. Like I was, I loved That's So Raven because I loved Raven and her yeah. family. And then I loved, um, I loved Bratz. I loved Sasha because she was the brown mm-hmm. one and like, the, the one that I just like related to more and it's, it's strange because like even from a young age you actually are thinking about race you know like how people like to pretend that children are so innocent it's like oh they don't mm-hmm. see colour it's like well they no, actually they, they do maybe it. until they're about like it's, two over that they, they start forced, to see it I think it's forced into <laughs> us to see it we do see it the thing is yeah. that like you know how you just said that you were always drawn to the to the brown people yeah yeah with, with Bratz I never had the Sasha Bratz doll Oh, didn't you? I love no. Sasha. And like, I'm not going to lie. I feel like the anti-blackness, me growing up, I didn't want the black girl. I didn't want the black really? doll. Yeah, I didn't Aww. want the black one. I, I wanted the brown. I wanted the light skin one. And because I, I liked, yeah, I liked Yasmin. Yasmin was my favorite. Mm. <laughs> to the point, like, to the point in games, you know, when you're in games and you have made up names, I was always Yasmin. Yeah. Like, to, that, to that point. Um, so like, 
yeah, like it's very conscious. We do see it. We saw it growing up. And I know I was consciously, consciously trying not to be the black one. Yeah. Oh my God, that's... Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which is, which is crazy it's madness and like mm. even like having i had a black barbie doll my mom bought me a black barbie doll and it was like she had um it was the rock star barbie doll so like she had really yeah. cool clothes and she had blue hair which like you could twist the top of the head once you have like basically like hannah montana but um, yeah. before hannah montana was a thing but you twist the top <laughs> of her hair so she had black hair sometimes with a little bit of blue highlights coming through then you twist the top and then she had blue hair and oh. electric blue hair, which was so cool. Um, which I, I really liked it. I really liked the doll. Mm. And then my sister cut her, gave, decided to give her a trim. <laughs> and then the, then the hair was sticking out. And it's just like, Mrs. <laughs> my sister, like, showing that she wanted to be a hairdresser from day. Yeah, hairdresser um, from young. <laughs> like, even, even a point, like, she um, straightened my first Yasmin Bratz doll. She, she decided that she wanted to try straightening Yasmin's oh, hair no. when she got straighteners. Of course, the hair is fucking plastic Frazzled. in it and it burnt. I've she, done it she before. Went, she went and went out and she was like, no, I need to buy her a new brat store. Like, my sister had to oh. go out and buy me a new brat store. She's um, just and ruining I got, I, your dolls. What about hers? <laughs> well, she's five years older than me, isn't it? So I already I yeah. had... Her dolls yeah. were Barbies and I had the hand-me-down mm. Barbies. Um, yeah. But like she's five years older than me. So then she had to go out and like try and get me a new Yasmin Bratstar. And she got me, um, I don't know if she got me that one. I think she chose it. My mum probably bought it. But one, so I had a Yasmin Bratstar that I absolutely loved where she had mm. big curly hair with blonde highlights. Yeah. Loved, loved that Bratstar. Loved it. Oh gosh. But yeah, like I didn't <laughs> have a black Bratstar. I had, I was waiting to get the Sasha. But I wanted, but I went and got a Dana and a Chloe first. Uh, no, a Dana, oh, yeah, Dana and a Jade first. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't get around to getting the Sasha. Because mm. <laughs> like, I, I just, I didn't know, I, like as well, because I wouldn't really ask for things that often because I didn't know I could just ask for things and get like, there was a one random time when I just asked my mum when we were in the shop. Remember when you'd go to the supermarket and then there'll be a yeah. toy aisle. They don't have those yeah. toy aisles anymore. They like, don't and actually. Have, yeah. And you have all the Bratz dolls. They don't have yeah. them anymore. Like, I just remember going down the toy aisle and be like, all of these brat dolls, which one? Which one do I want? Which one? And just like, yeah. and it just used to be fun. And even like the video aisles where you look at all the videos and you'd be thinking, yeah, hey, what I video would that. I want to get next? You know, like, yeah. I, I remember, so I used to get a video once, a new video once a month because mm. I asked my mom, I was like, mom, when do you get paid? And she's like, I get paid every, at the end of every month. Yeah. And I was like, so mum, would I be able to get a video at the end of every month? <laughs> and my mum was like, you know what? With that diplomatic skills, yes, you can. Oh. So I used to get a video, a new video at the end of every month. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just That's so diplomatic strategic. with it. <laughs> it was strategic. When's payday, mum? <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, and this is not even to think like, we never ha- we didn't have money issues or anything but I just thought I just didn't know I could just get things yeah. you know and I, I wouldn't be asking for things like that anyway so yeah that's how I asked about it anyway right back onto race black black mermaid because um, <laughs> we've gone off on a tangent yeah like I'm sorry it's very conscious from a very from a young age very conscious mm. and even through like school and stuff you you know you see who are the pretty popular girls at school you know, growing up when mm. you're little, in it, you know, yeah. just stuff like that. Like, mm. yeah. So for me, it's very conscious. I like, and I like how you said, like, with 
you like you'd watch That's So Raven. Like I used to love That's So Raven as well. Mm. And of course, Ra- Raven Simone, she's light skinned as well in it. So yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I would watch That's So Raven growing up and be like, like, yeah, I used to love watching that. And to, to be honest, kind of watching it now as well, it's actually really nice to watch because it's like, you don't get yeah, these- it's a good show. You don't get these family, all black families anymore. You know, That's So mm. Raven, Fresh Prince. True. Um, My Wife and Kids. Like, you just don't get it anymore. No. And you don't get stuff that's good either. Like- yeah, one thing that I just remember from that So Raven, do you remember the tall dark skin girl that she used to fight all the time? Oh my God, <laughs> Why yes. did they do the dark skin girl like that? Literally, <laughs> the dark skin girl and it was um, the girl from 3LW and Cheetah Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh she my was God. the mean yeah, they one. they used to fight. Like, oh God, yeah. literally. Yeah, it's so rude. And I'm sorry, that girl could have been a model because she was tall. Yeah, she was so slim, tall at that age. Like proper, like supermodel, supermodel mm. build. But she was the bully. <laughs> <laughs> madness, madness. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I think it's 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 kind of sad. Just the shock on all of the girls' faces. Just of she's black. It's yeah, it's actually yeah. is it. Like I loved watching their reactions, but it was also heartbreaking for me because I didn't like seeing the tears because I thought, Jesus, like, is it that? I get their kids, but I, 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 I just didn't feel like. Is it that special to people that they cry? Like it must yeah. be special to that special to some people that it actually invokes tears to come from. Maybe yeah. it's Kelly's voice but as well because really she does have a very very powful voice. And she that does. clip I did, I no, felt tingles. Is- I was like, oh my god! But then <laughs> I, w- I went, I watched it. I finally watched the trailer for myself. The trailer is not even long, and she shows up right no. at the end to do yeah, one note. Literally. And it's just like to evoke tears, like. There, there is a problem. <laughs> like, there is a problem. We are not seeing enough black people in the media. We are not seeing it. Mm. And as well, again, Halle Bailey, she's a light-skinned black girl. Like, yeah, again, it's true. you know. Um, although, but of course, we are not faulting her as a performer because she is mm. an amazing singer. Chloe and Halle, mm-hmm. amazing performers, amazing singers. Beautiful and beautiful, beautiful women. Um but yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, I, w- I was watching The Little Mermaid the other day, yeah, because like mm. it is, come on guys, it is one of my favourite Disney films. I used to watch that every Sunday. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> so anyway, I was watching it the other day and I was like thinking, okay, before I get on to some bits, what, number one, um, Ariel don't have a, have a voice for most of the movie and she sings one banger. I can't even remember Little Mermaid. Like I need to rewatch it. It was never one of my faves. Oh, so it was it was my fave. I don't know what it is because I quite like fantasy. I loved and I've always loved Mm. the idea of mermaids because I like swimming and whatever. And Mm. I was always like, as a kid, like growing up, I was always underwater. Like my mum used to be scared because my mum's scared of water. Um, but I used to be like trying to swim in the bath and stuff like that. I would always have my head under the water. <laughs> my mom, my mom would be like, "What is she doing?" Um, and I used to do swimming lessons. Um, I used to do swimming lessons. And my mom told me how. Um, I used to do, and I do remember this. So I used to be very pedantic and be like, "Oh, mom, I need armbands because everyone else in the class was wearing armbands." I was like, "Mom, my armbands, mm. my armbands." And then if I needed the toilet, so I'll come out of the pool. I get my mom to take my armbands off. Then I get back in the pool. 
I'll get back in the pool, swim underwater to the other side to go to the toilet. <laughs> when I come back from the toilet, get back in the pool, swim underwater to my mum and be like, mum, I need my arm <laughs> And oh the, my teacher, God. the teacher would look at me like, like what are you doing? <laughs> and my mum and my mum would be like, Did you see that? <laughs> to the teachers. <laughs> but I'd be like, Oh yeah, I need my arm. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, guys, that, that was like Cute. how much I felt like I was a mermaid when I was growing up. <laughs> I was a baby. Um, but I wanted to wear armbands so I fit in with everyone else in the class. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so um, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, so one, Little Mermaid premise, okay. Uh, mermaid too fast. She's too busy with her head above the sea, mm. looking at looking at men on boats and whatever. She glimpses handsome handsome guy, happens to be a prince, and she's like, "Oh my god, he's so beautiful!" Wow. Um, to the point where she's like, "Oh my god, I'm in love," and she's uh, obsessed. And she saves him from a shipwreck, from a storm, whatever. Mm. Brings him to the coast, and then she's there uh, singing in his ear, you know, <laughs> all of that Disney shit. Um. And then all he can remember is his voice. So she then goes down the sea and then she meets the sea witch and the sea witch is just like, oh, I know, I can give you some legs and you can go and get him. Oh, but in exchange, I need your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the premise of The Little Mermaid. Um, so she goes up to the surface with legs, not knowing how to work, but she don't have no voice. And she's been given yeah. the challenge in three days to get this guy to kiss her. And it has to be true love's kiss. She don't have no voice guys to, to seduce him or nothing. Like literally she has to just go there just with her whims and she can't, she can't chat to mm. him or nothing. She can't <laughs> even sing in his ear, all of that. Um, so yeah, that's the premise of Little Mermaid. So most of the film, she don't have a voice. She has one yeah, banger. Yeah, so what's going to happen with Hallie? Yeah, I, is she going to sing? I hope that they've made maybe a few more, a few more songs for her because I want to. And hear. I wonder what the prince looks like. Is he black as well? I, I heard he's white. People will cry. I heard he's white, like which is really upsetting to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really upsetting. It is. I heard he's white. I heard the dad is white. I heard like. This is like they're doing up like you know like Brandy Cinderella blended families. I yeah, feel like they're doing yeah. that. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, so that was my what that was my one observation when I'm watching The Little Mermaid. Okay, second observation. Okay, I'm sorry. This film is clearly set in the Caribbean. Mm. <laughs> because how is Sebastian the Frog? Sorry, Sebastian the Crab. Yeah. The Fry. <laughs> how is Sebastian the Crab like um, talking in a Caribbean accent and singing Calypso? <laughs> like, and yeah. Sebastian, Sebastian is the real main character. Let's let's not get it mm-hmm. twisted. He's got most of the songs <laughs> in the film because True. because he's trying to talk for Ariel and try to get her get yeah. her to get the prince to fall in love with her so so he can save her because she mm. knows that he doesn't want her to die so let's sebastian is the real main character of the little mermaid um i like i heard that the crab is meant to be trini i heard he's meant to be mm. <laughs> trinidadian <laughs> um maybe he is yeah but like basically the actor is american but um i just remember i was listening to dotty one time and they, they were talking about the little mermaid and she was there saying about how oh the crab has has a, an awful trini accent <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, oh shit, is he meant to be Trini? But it makes sense because he's singing Calypso songs. So yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. So, so um, it is a Caribbean movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So clearly, this this film is set in the Caribbean. Um, clearly in colonizer time so like maybe similar times crossover with pirates of the caribbean because somehow there's mm. loads of white people around then um so i feel like it's probably yeah. similar time period as pirates of the caribbean um where slavery was very rife at the time <laughs> and um did you see that yeah. tweet about why are you surprised that there's black mermaids the amount of black people you threw into the <laughs> sea i was like ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucking love that. I put it on my story. I put it on my story. That was the funniest thing. That was the funniest thing I'd seen. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like one of my favorite tweets of this year. Like Twitter is funny again. <laughs> yeah, it is funny again. It's it so, is funny again it's right so now. It's so true. I mean, the amount of slaves that they threw in the ocean, like why would they not be black mermaids? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, black people always find a way to survive, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, I'm excited for this film to come out because um, I do like some, I haven't, I do like some of the live action adaptions of the Disney films. Like mm. I quite enjoyed Beauty and the Beast and I've watched that a couple of times. You I know? did. Yeah. yeah I, I Emma really Watson like did a good job. Yeah, Emma Watson was so good. And the songs yeah. were good as well. Yeah, the songs were um, good. Like like the film is and the film is exactly the same as mm-hmm. the as the um animation. So I did quite enjoy like Beauty and the Beast. So I do enjoy some of the some of the live actions. I I still haven't watched the live action of Aladdin. Um Neither have I actually. No. Because Will Smith was a genie and me. put me off a little bit. Did it like okay, you know Will Smith is a genie. When I was younger and I used to watch Aladdin because obviously mm. I didn't know who Robin Williams was and I didn't know who the genie was. I always yeah. imagined the genie as Will Smith. That's really weird. <laughs> I, I imagined the genie as Will Smith. I just felt like the way the genie's energy was just reminded me of Fresh Prince. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know what you mean, actually. Yeah. But, so like uh, when they announced Will Smith being the genie, like I was, I, that wasn't odd to me. I was just like, well, this makes sense. Yeah. Maybe I manifested it from when I was five years old. Maybe you did. Yeah, I just there, there's something I think that is what's putting me off, and I don't know why. I don't know whether I'm scared that Will Smith might not do a good job because he obviously will do a good job. But there's yeah. something in me that makes me think it's weird. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's the media that's made us think it's weird, and Twitter. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think they've put it in our heads to make us think it's weird, and that's why we haven't watched it. Yeah, should we watch it? Yeah, we should watch it. We should watch it. Um, I like the um, Jungle Book remake. I really like that. Oh, that it's was scary actually, as fuck. That was quite good actually. But Mowgli yeah. was it Mowgli? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, it's hard to follow because there's so many of them. Like, which one mm. was the was the live action for Disney? Because there's so many. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I remember the one I think Mowgli was the one and it had the albino wolf and yeah, the, the hunter killed, the hunter killed him. Yeah, mm. that was really sad. But I did quite like that as well. I liked that film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are some good ones like that. Yeah. I just haven't watched in ages. Like I haven't watched Hercules in ages or oh, I have you seen that, all that one? The time, you know? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Huh? Hercules was one of my first crushes. I fancied oh, him he? so much. I, yeah. I understand it. I didn't watch Hercules until yeah. I was like 12 though. 
12. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. It's quite old until it, but because I didn't have that one on video. <laughs> mm. What about um, The Road to El Dorado? Have you seen that one? <laughs> I haven't watched that, but like basically on one of my videos, oh. it had the trailer to it and I always wanted to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> It just those trailers, oh, they bring back so, so many good memories. Literally. Yeah, it's such a good idea. You know what? So, um, yeah, you know what was really good. Empress New Groove. I don't think I've ever watched it. So good, it's actually hilarious. I remember seeing it in the cinema. You know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> my cousin had it on video, and um, yeah, and used to watch it all the time, mm. <laughs> all the time. Um, but it's funny, like, because I watched Aladdin the other day. Yeah. And like the way I the way I can quote <laughs> I, can, I can quote the film. Aww. It's so bad. And the same how I can quote Nemo as well. Nemo. <laughs> Nemo is one of those movies that was like a staple. Like I always like oh it's God. one of those ones that I'll always I, remember. I was obsessed with Nemo. Mm. And I remember everybody, my auntie went and took everybody to see it and left me. No, no, I just, for some reason, I didn't see Nemo. Everybody went to the cinema to see, my sister went to see Nemo in the cinema. Everyone went to see Nemo in the cinema and I didn't see it. And I was begging, I was begging my mom, mom, I need to see Nemo, I need to see it. I missed it. So literally I waited the first, I knew the date it was coming out on um, DVD. The day that came out, we went, I remember go, we went to Safeway mm. and we bought Nemo. <laughs> like, <laughs> even the fact that we went to Safeways, we went to Aww. Safeways and bought Nemo. Like, I was so obsessed with it that my uncle one time bought me like a little poster thing and I had a Nemo t-shirt and everything. Like, <laughs> I had so much Nemo things because I was just waiting for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. And the way I watched that, I watched Nemo. I quote, I can quote Nemo. I can quote the film. (laughs) It's it's crazy. (laughs) I'm not like that with many films. I can quote Matilda. I've watched Matilda so many times. Mm -hmm. I can also quote Home Alone, the first one, because I've watched that so many times. I think I've watched that every Christmas of my life. Um, but it's those ones that you used to have on video as a kid. Like I'd just rewatch and rewatch and rewatch, mm. and it just gets stuck in your mind. I don't know why. Why yeah. we wanted to rewatch the same movies so much? Maybe it's because we just didn't have access. But it's we just had. We yeah, only had them. We didn't have so but much. We choice. only had those ones on video. And like when we were allowed to sit by ourselves and watch something, we could only watch something on video. Yeah. We didn't have like live TV. Yeah, we, didn't we didn't have, have Netflix, Netflix with all the choice. Aww. Like we literally only had the videos that we owned. Yeah, so we just... Because like, I used to rewatch Babe. Oh, Babe. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I used to rewatch Babe the Sheep Pig. <laughs> I used to be able to quote that film. I think if that was put on, I'd be able to quote For it. God's and I'd be sake. like, how do I, how do I remember this? <laughs> Oh gosh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I love just thinking about kind of like the old Disney films and stuff like that because it's just so nostalgic thinking about them. Like even me watching Little Mermaid, it was just like I was watching it and I was thinking like these songs are bangers. Like Sebastian is the real yeah. main character. Like why are we why are we getting this twisted? This ain't about it's no true. little mermaid. This is about the, the little red crab. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> the little red crab is the brains behind the mermaid. <laughs> the little red crab. Doesn't Legit. sound cute. Oh gosh. But, um, 
Yeah, I do enjoy the remakes because sometimes it's like, I feel like I enjoy them and I don't enjoy them at the same time because sometimes it's like, oh, I, it's it's a shame that, you know, a lot of kids now would prefer to watch the live the live action remakes because like, if you look at Lion King, that was not live action. It was just CGI. Do you know what I mean? I didn't even but, watch like, it. I haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch that shit either because I'm sorry. It's just, it just sounds, it just sounds creepy as fuck. But, um, and I'm sorry, Beyonce. Look, Beyonce is not a voice actor. She's just a performer. She's a singer. She's not a voice actor because like she, she was can't... good in that movie though, where she had to fight the white woman. <laughs> you know, the one with Idris Elba. Yeah, even then she was Fate still Beyonce. She still, she still acted yeah, as Beyonce. Yeah, she played herself. She, she played herself. Beyonce. She still was just like, Stay away from my man. You know, in like, I'm about to voice. whip your ass. <laughs> in her, in her, it's like you you can hear that and cater to you. Like Yeah. And it, <laughs> maybe not cater to like, you, maybe. Bills, bills, What's bills, that bills, one bills. where she shouts? Um, um Ring the Alarm. Oh, I hate that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ring the alarm, that one. <laughs> how am I quoting Beyonce songs, man? Huh? How am I quoting Beyonce songs? I know, like, I know. The new album comes out and apparently now I'm a Beyonce stan. Um, <laughs> you, guys, you guys would be, when you guys see my Instagram, you guys would think I am a Beyonce stan. Like, I just like this album. I don't know why, but I just like it. But anyway. <laughs> um... But nah, like I can't, yeah, I can't watch the the Lion King live action, live action, quote unquote, because mm. like the CGI, it's not live action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I feel like, so yeah, I feel like some of the, like, the live actions is a bit of a shame because it's kind of like the younger generation now don't appreciate animation, like 2D animation mm. anymore. Like they all want that 3D. And I remember when I was younger, I wanted to see it as like, a. I wanted to see it like that. I preferred CGI when I was mm. younger and stuff like that. But it's just a shame that they're not going to grow up with the same um, appreciation for 2D animation. Mm. Like, you know, just because, because from Disney, the fact that like obviously started off with 2D animation with Disney and that's how much I just love mm. these films and I can go back and rewatch them and stuff. But then um to now like how much like how much of a love for anime I have and stuff like that. I don't mm. think I would have that love for animation, like for like in terms of anime if I didn't love Disney so much when I was mm. younger. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's a shame that that's kind of might be getting lost with a lot of the kids nowadays because they prefer to see CGI or they prefer to see 3D animation films rather than seeing 2D animation films. Like 2D animation films mm. looks old and everything is about CGI and it's just a bit like, it's a shame. Yeah, because I feel like the 2D stuff is nostalgic for us. Like yeah. it, it does give you that f- feeling of oh this w- this reminds me of mm-hmm. when I was younger and I used to sit yeah, and watch like videos. Mary you yeah, know, like yeah. Because yeah. actually, I remember we forced the cartoons into. What did they add yeah. cartoons into Mary Poppins? Yeah, they did. Yeah, because I remember we forced my cousin, my younger cousins, to watch yeah. Mary Poppins, the old one. And like, it's funny because they always start watching things like, oh yeah, not gonna like this, not gonna like this, and then like, <laughs> so my cousin. Like she secretly loves musicals. <laughs> yeah. She, like so we put something on, then in the end she's just like, oh, she's just singing oh. along. 
this girl is like she's like 15 now but it's funny because we put hairspray mm. on over Christmas and at first she's just like and then next week you know she's slowly <laughs> creeps closer and closer towards the TV and then she's there singing along she don't know the songs and it's just hilarious <laughs> and she's just there full, thoroughly enjoying it and I think the same thing happened with Mary Poppins as well yeah um, yeah yeah, oh, like, that that's another Julie Andrews. She's just amazing. Yeah, Julie Andrews love is amazing. Her. She's a national like, treasure. She made our childhoods. Literally, yeah. she's a national treasure. And she's the I voice mean, of um, thingy Bridgerton. What is it yeah, called? Bridgerton, Lady Whistledown. Lady, yeah, Lady yeah. Whistledown. Yeah, literally, she is a national treasure. Can we just make her queen? Like, if if Julie Andrews was queen, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I would queue up. <laughs> Yeah, I'd queue up. I would queue up. <laughs> and she's in Shrek as well. You know, like, she's just amazing. Yeah, just, yeah. She's fantastic. She is amazing. And she was just, like, she is pretty. But, like, young, being younger, just that, like, yeah. her face, so gorgeous. Yeah. Like, and she's so yeah. um, graceful with everything she does. Like, mm. even to the point, like, she... She didn't want to. She didn't want to make an appearance in the new Mary Poppins because she didn't want to take away from um, who is it? Emma, Emma. Who's who's the new Mary Poppins? Emma. Uh, What's her face? Yeah, the one that's married to Jim from The Office. Uh, Emily Blunt. Um, yeah, Emily Blunt. Yeah, she yeah. didn't want to take away from Emily Blunt, and it was just like yeah. she's married from. She's married to Jim from The Office. Yeah, yeah. Oh, their, their romance is actually really cute. Their story. Oh, it's, to be honest, you I can imagine them being cute. They're, they're both quite plain yeah. as well. So um, <laughs> yeah, they suit. <laughs> yeah, they suit. But she's not as plain as, as plain as a Pam. So that's all no, right. No, they're plain but, but attractive. Plain. Like, yeah, they're, they're good looking. But yeah, plain. I wouldn't say anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and like I just feel like just Julie Andrews, she's just so graceful with it. She's just everything, yeah. you know. She's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, national treasure, mate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, Black Mermaids. Yeah, like I don't know why people are arguing because I'm sorry. Clearly, people need to go back and watch the original Little Mermaid because clearly this film is set in the Caribbean. I'm sorry, like, <laughs> like what? Or just just because they yeah. like, watch the mermaids, don't mean. That it's not in the Caribbean, you know, like yeah, yeah. I think some people are just so deluded. It's like, is this what you're gonna? This is the hill you're gonna die on. Like, just shut the fuck up. Honestly, it's a fictional character. Yeah, like, do you have a hobby? And there was Literally. people that were like, they would like doing up scientist on Twitter. Like, oh, oh so if you actually think about it, being in the water, um, you won't have any melanin in your skin if you've lived there for like this many. I just thought. Oh really? Who are, like who are these are people? Okay? <laughs> who are these scientists? Like making stuff up? So you won't be looking pink either. You'll just be looking grey and blue. You look like a corpse. <laughs> so let's you get look it. like a fish. Let's get it real. <laughs> legit. And as well, actually, so I saw one tweet that basically said, "I'm sorry, The Little Mermaid was written by a gay German man who um was um." Who was miserable with his life, and she dies in the end. So what is the problem? <laughs> like in, in I've read the original Little Mermaid story, and like yeah, she dies. Like she don't she don't mm. get her true love. Like she don't get her voice back. She don't get her true love, and she she turns into dust. <laughs> They're she turns all to sea fucked foam. up, aren't they? All of these stories. Literally, like when when you read the real the real yeah. stories. <laughs> They're all because like they were all about like Grimm's fairy tales, like. The the name is Grim for a reason. Like, um, yeah, the, the brothers Grim. They wrote. They made stories to scare children. <laughs> like, yeah. And Should we do an episode of... soon? 
looking at all of the fairy tales and like nursery oh rhymes and stuff. We should. I've got uh, a book, you know. <laughs> I need to get it from home, but I've got I've got a Grimm's fairy tales book with them all in it. Ooh. But um, yeah, like definitely, definitely, we should look at that. It's so funny. Like even like Twelve Dancing Princesses. That was one of my favorite stories, fairy tale stories. Mm. I don't th- I don't think it's Grimm's brothers though. I'm not sure, but um. Even that, like, they kept, they would dance all night until all their shoes were worn in. And they all had blisters and couldn't walk the next day. Like, (laughs) they would dance so much that their feet had, their feet would be, the soles of their feet would be blood, would be bloodied. Like, how disgusting is that? That's disgusting. They wouldn't be able to walk for a week. And did you hear about that? Did you hear about that? I think it's in a country in Africa. Like I'll have to obviously get all the receipts up. But there was a dancing disease where people dance until they oh die. It was like a cult. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's scary. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone look it up. Is interesting. <laughs> I need to look it up to be fair. <laughs> oh. Do we do we have time to talk about the next topics or? Oh, I'm okay. tired. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> it's bedtime, yeah, bitch. Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna end it there, guys. Um, but yeah, like we ha- we've got a lot for next yeah, week. We've got some so. more for next week. We're gonna keep on this topic. Oh, see, like the Black Ariel stuff would have come on well with Carnival, but oh well. Next time we are, we will talk about Carnival music <laughs> soon. Like we, because I'm sorry, we it's a duty to our Caribbean heritage. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, guys, thank you guys for listening. Uh, what are you guys? What are you injecting this week? Um, I think just over this like weekend, um, or even no weekend, I've just been feeling a bit lonely. Oh. But I'm I'm really good at keeping myself company. Like, I, I know what I like. I know what my hobbies are, and like I know what will cheer me up. Um, I just think like. If you if you feel lonely, just don't feel ashamed or don't feel little. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not the end of the world, and I feel like it does really help knowing what um, what works mm-hmm. for you and what cheers you Do up. You, sorry, so, sorry yeah. to interrupt. Do yeah. you sometimes feel like your feelings of loneliness equates to kind of like what plans you have or who you're seeing? at that time yeah 100% it's to do with people it's because like say for instance this week my flatmate's been on holiday mm-hmm. my parents have been busy my siblings have been busy all of my friends have been busy like over the bank holiday weekend so I've had well not mm-hmm. all of my friends but a lot of my friends so I haven't really had anything like major in my diary mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of like it makes it makes me just feel I don't know do you know where it's like I haven't seen a lot of my friends in a while it'd be nice to see people but everyone's just so busy and I'm all of a sudden not busy mm-hmm. it just makes me think wait what am I missing out on like where where is yeah, everyone I get you <laughs> um it, even though like looking at it looking at the bigger picture it's not a big deal but it's like oh like I I'm I'm free and available and everyone else mm-hmm. is busy but, it does just make you feel a little yeah, bit shitty to be sometimes honest, it's hard to is is hard to kind of differentiate, like as in kind of like just because everybody around you has got plans, I mean you've asked them, they're telling you all these plans they have. And just because like you don't yeah. have anything planned right now, that it's kind of hard to differentiate those feelings from, oh, you just don't have plans and you're just gonna have a weekend where you're just keeping to yourself and you're just gonna chill, or that you don't have plans yeah. and 
you're lonely and you don't know anyone when because it's kind of like you've got you've got people to talk to you yeah. do you have people to hang out with but it's just like just this weekend everyone's busy but it's it's hard to feel that way because yeah sometimes like because i used to feel like that as well but um but then, and then i think in my case when i'd first moved to L- london i didn't there was none of my friends lived in london mm-hmm. kind of thing so it was mm-hmm. like it was harder to meet up with people anyway um and i didn't i'd never had any plans like the plans i had would be like going to yeah. see going to my yeah. uncle's house kind of thing because i didn't know anyone <laughs> um until like i went on bumble um bumble bff um but yeah yeah so actually just so i could have something to do but i get it sometimes mm. it feels like you equate not doing anything with loneliness when sometimes it's like oh maybe this is just a resting weekend but it's hard to always remind yourself yeah it's true and like i wanted a resting weekend that was Mm -hmm. my plan and i thought oh i could do something spontaneous and then because no one's around to do anything spontaneous i end up taking it personally when it's not a personal thing um but yeah like at the same time i do like it's, it's hard to not get in your head about it because it's like, so I've communicated to people that I've got nothing to do and I'm bored and no one wants to do anything <laughs> with me. So it's like, why why is no one even suggesting like, oh, later in the then week, why, let's why do you something. Do you know what? Like sometimes, because I just think it's common sense, right? <laughs> it's my brain. I think it's common sense. that If I come to people and say, hey, I want to do something. And if they say, no, I'm busy, then they'll be like, okay, um i um then i don't know they'll suggest something like oh i'm free at this date let's do mm. something on this day but people don't work like that there's only a small i found at least in my friendship groups or just people in general there's only a small like group of people that will be like oh we're both busy uh, you're busy i'm busy so let's find a date in the future mm. where we're free um it's just adult friendships yeah. isn't it everyone's busy and it's like oh it'd be nice to like just be able to just chill with my friends and it not be like oh let's book it in advance let's mm. I don't know it's just everyone's busy and I wasn't busy so I felt a bit <laughs> I shit. get it I get it <laughs> I get it completely I hear you yeah because I feel like it's yeah. so easy to just feel like that um and just and just yeah and equate your plans to to like your worth or who 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 your friends are <laughs> yeah yeah like who are my real friends (laughs) why can't they just drop everything it's funny because like it's very rare when someone will be like i'm bored um and a lot of the time because like if people text me saying they're bored i'm like okay do you want to do something like um (laughs) because it's funny because i had a friend who did that who i don't really get i don't really see them often and just out of the blue they they were just like girl i'm bored and i was like okay and then she's like do you want to go out for dinner and i was like okay let's go and it was so spontaneous and it's funny we found a random restaurant to go to we sat upstairs on the other side they had a there were um it was a load of black people in the house they were having like a 40th birthday party they invited mm. us over we're giving us drinks we got some birthday cake <laughs> then they were going downstairs into like the little basement bit for a little after party and we were just having fun and they were just giving us drinks <laughs> it was just so random and spontaneous um but yeah like that was just just it just random stuff just sometimes happens it was just funny yeah. but um yeah yeah, yeah that's nice yeah. next time you can let me know that if you're bored and then if, I, if i'm free i'll let yeah, you know because <laughs> today i was feeling oh it would be nice yeah. to go to a museum and that but i was just thinking 
they're all gonna be closed because <laughs> we were we were having a lockdown. Oh yeah, <laughs> a stupid lockdown. <laughs> we were in lockdown morning. Um, <laughs> morning in our lockdown. What's your injected? One more injecting. Um, <laughs> no, what I've actually had the past week has been very interesting. Um, and I've had like things have been moving very fast. And I've had good news and stuff like that. And I think I just want to inject like, and I, I feel like I say this all the time, kind of like just like, like keeping keeping your faith up in yourself, like keeping that mm. belief in yourself up. And like, no, if yeah. you're having a shit day, have your shit day. It's okay. <laughs> and it's okay to complain. It's okay for it to be shit. It's okay for you to just be like, fuck this um and tomorrow will be better mm. like literally and just and keep going yeah, like it's true yeah have your shit day and you can you can go again tomorrow like it's it's all right just bounce. and um yeah yeah like and as well if sometimes you need to kind of like dwell on things and like even if you've had good news but you're not sure how to feel about it it's okay that you're not sure how to feel about it. It's okay that you're not you're not sure mm. about the news or you're not sure if you want to maybe take that opportunity or not. Like you can sit on it. You can kind mm. of think it over. And um like and as well if maybe you want to turn that opportunity down, that's all right too. Like just like you can weigh mm-hmm. up your options. You're allowed to do that. And yeah, just like just keep going. Like have your shit days. And then tomorrow's another day. You can you can go again tomorrow. I think that's what I'm injecting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because shit days are always going to come. Yeah. But it is just about learning to bounce back. Yeah, it? I guess. And, it's, and as well. And realise that things aren't always going to be static. It's learning that it's like, just because you're having a shit day today, don't, you don't need to, that doesn't have to mean that it's not a bad thing that you're having a shit day and don't let it dwell on you and don't let it make you feel like you're in the wrong for feeling in a shit mood it's okay like it's it's all right and that's so hard to remember isn't it like when you're when you're actually sad and or like just having a bad time remembering that like life isn't always supposed to be yeah perfect and fun and it can't be it's not natural for it to be um but ideally it would be, but it's just, that's not how no. anyone's life works. Everyone has shit days. And it's days. okay. And like, if you want to dwell in your shit day, dwell in it. <laughs> that's fine too. Like yeah. t- tomorrow, tomorrow <laughs> you can have less of a shit day, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's what I want to mm-hmm. inject. Yeah. Nice. Cute. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Injected Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please use the hashtag Injected, Injected Podcast. Um, <laughs> Hashtag Injected Podcast. <laughs> and you can find us. Sorry. You can find us at Injected underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. Please tweet us. Um, DM us. Just, I don't know. Just let us know what you're thinking. Um, I don't know. What, did you guys feel mm-hmm. represented growing up black? Most likely not. That's a silly question. But um, like, <laughs> but, like let, let us know. Like, did you guys gravitate to kind of black shows because you saw yourself represented in it or did you guys like me kind of not want to acknowledge that I, that not want to acknowledge blackness sometimes growing up and would yeah. you know like cuz yeah. cuz even that all of that was ingrained like it wasn't something i was consciously well it was just ingrained i wasn't consciously doing it but it was just like i just cuz i didn't see myself i just didn't want to 
do that you know so yeah but Mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah and if you're white did you feel like you were always represented or did you feel like things were missing because I know some white girls like the fat white girls they they notice and the gingers they notice as well (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah do you guys yeah did you guys notice did you guys notice anything like yeah did you did you did you feel like there was a missing of representation or did you just feel like no everything's fine you know the little mermaid should be white Mm because she was white in the original animation let's keep it all the same because change (laughs) is not good like yeah is that how you feel about um, (laughs) Halle Bailey I don't know anyway let us know your thoughts and yeah I'm Alexandra you can find me at alxndr underscore nic on instagram and I'm Diana, and you can find me at D E A N N N A B underscore on Instagram. Yep. And yeah. We will see you next week, guys. Have a lovely week, rest of your week and day, and all of that. Bye.